We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more concerned. It's not a question of hazard or not hazard. It's a question of forward-eligible players. Mm-hmm. And... If the only valuable players on Chelsea are forward eligible, I'll take them if as a minus 285 favorite. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday, as usual, by Jordan Cooper to discuss the previous weekend's Premier League action and to talk about some midweek uh, fun that we're going to have because the Premier League has matches Tuesday and Wednesday. Jordan, welcome back, and how was your weekend? A great weekend. Uh, great in comparison. I, I like the way that, you know, like two weeks ago, I'm like, oh, I've lost seven slates in a row. Mm-hmm. And now, like, other than one, like, Monday interleague or whatever, like, I've just not smash smash, but uh, done very well. Even uh, even in other sports, NFL did the best I possibly uh, I have ever done. Although I think this may be the grand total of, like, the seventh ever NFL slate I've played <laughs> uh, in, in two and a half years. But uh, okay. coming in uh, 112th in the in the Millie Maker, 
uh, with the, I mean, I know that's a very top heavy payout, but I mean, it's not like that lineup was in other contests where, you know, top 20 or whatever. So, uh, and then Sunday soccer did well and Saturday did well. So, so now, now I'm on the midst of a winning streak. So what ends up happening is you get, you, you get too comfortable mm-hmm. and then it, it sparks a seven game losing. It, it's the ups and downs of, of daily fantasy of when you're on a losing streak, you feel like, like, am I, am I, is my process off? Am I doing something? I'm, I, I think it should be this way. And then you check, check a look at ownership and you're like, oh, I screwed up again. I should have thought the other way. And then when you're on a winning streak, you feel like you can't do anything wrong. Right. Do you find yourself getting any more aggressive in terms of what you're entering because you're winning? Not necessarily. I mean, I still get to me, contest selection, it still comes down to opponents. Mm-hmm. I'm more or less likely to play a higher stake, you know, like the 400 long ball or something, depending on overlay, depending on the type of slate, low goal scoring slates. I'm much more inclined to play more volume mm-hmm. only because I tend to play a little bit more conservatively. I don't like playing goal dependent forwards. Right. Uh, but uh, the one thing that, I, that I've noticed uh, it, it, over this week, over this past weekend uh, I don't know whether or not it's just uh, anecdotal evidence is that since uh, like I've started to play NBA, uh, I played NBA last year for like two months mm-hmm. and sparked by the DK's uh, VIP free roll was right. like Wednesday. It was an NBA contest and I haven't, you know, I don't even like watching basketball, uh, but I approach DFS as a game in and of itself. So it doesn't matter to me. Uh, the the core concepts, and we've talked about it on the podcast before and in, in our is about every sport has its own core concepts. And once you know that, you could be at least competitive right. at it. Uh, and one, the main one in, in NBA is minutes and usage. Like, it's just all a matter of, you know, if one guy's out, who's going to see increased minutes, who's going to see increased usage, and the price isn't reflective of that. So as long as, you know, you could get all those value plays and look at things that way, I kind of approach that in a similar aspect to soccer over the past weekend with uh, weighing in whether or not to play uh, Berg good Munson mm-hmm. and, uh, and even on Sunday playing Salah, uh, which, I mean, these aren't hard choices. These were high, these, these were high owned plays anyway. So it's not like that big of a deal, but the fact of like Brady's out for Burnley, who's, who's going to benefit from that? Is it going to be our field or is it really just going to be that good Munson is going to be the, the, the cog of the whole team? Yep. And actually going to see more of the attack. And the same thing on Liverpool on Sunday with, uh, with you know, the, that that kind of half B squad, you know, uh, with uh, Coutinho out and Firmino out and Solanke up top. Right. Uh, like, who's going to be the beneficiary of of not necessarily set pieces even, but just you know, like, okay, it's, everything's just going to go through Salah. So I'm more inclined to just, I'll just pay for Salah and not worry about Mane so much. Because, um, I mean, obviously it was a play, but uh, with Axelite Chamberlain in there as well, it just muddies everything around and just like, I don't care if he's on set pieces or not. I mean, if Liverpool is going to win by like two or three goals over Everton, like it's probably going to go through Salah, even if he only plays 70 minutes. Right. So you said that that's the NBA mindset of like who benefits the most. And it's not necessarily the guy that comes in because you see that in NBA where it's like, oh, these two people aren't starting. So, so in soccer, you would think in terms of like, well, I'm going to play those guys that are coming in for them. Mm-hmm. You know, the starting center isn't playing. I'm going to play the backup center. It's like, well, actually, when the backup center's in, uh, th- there's no increase in usage. Actually, this other guy gets more usage. They play small 
And then the guard is the one that's getting, you know, a 9% usage bump. Right. Like you have to think, it. I mean, I don't know basketball that well as a sport. So I'm just getting a little bit more read up on just that. But just from a game perspective of DFS, just that's the way you kind of look at things. And I kind of moved it over to soccer a bit over the weekend and maybe think more that, I mean, the same thing when we, when we see Tottenham and Kane, like Kane, Kane's usage probably goes up, uh, the more the the rest of the team is a clown car. Mm, right. Like if if it, if it was a B team plus Kane, like you, but you also have to think of the other end of, well, are they going to be able to get Kane the ball? Like a crappy team, it's like, well, he may not get any service. Mm-hmm. But it's like Kane's the type of person that just take the ball and shoot eleven times anyway. Right. But everyone else, it being a B team, is going to try to feed Kane as much as possible because that's probably going to be the game plan. So think. I'm not saying that 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 that's the way to think in soccer, but I'm thinking I'm weighing it a little. I'm just going, okay, let me at least think about it before just slotting in set piece takers and just calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we you see more the take the guy who's filling in for the guy with fullbacks. I feel like if there's a cheap fullback, we usually tend to just make that an easy, yeah. an easy. Yeah, play. but I didn't do that with Fosa Mensa. Uh, but he's not really a fullback, though. Well, well, that's the point. Well, that's yeah. the point that I'm making, right? Oh, it's yes, like well, yes. You, you slot a guy in, and you go, well, how does this affect? Now, now, guys, like when Holobus comes in, it, that will greatly diminish Cleverly's right usage because of set pieces. But I mean, it also affects the open play as well. Mm-hmm. I mean that that I mean, looking at especially what where we're getting into the fixture congestion, where teams have to rotate, and guys will only play sixty minutes or whatever. Uh, you know, thinking in terms of that may be slightly beneficial. Maybe not. I, I wouldn't go whole hog into like just do that as your general theory. I think you'll still stick to the basics, uh, the basic core concepts of, of soccer DFS. But I think thinking in terms of when so and so is that you know when Chelsea rotates, who who's the beneficiary of you know which side of the field still sees the ball more? I mean, I think of Napoli and like everything goes through its senior side. I mean, Callion has the value because of his set pieces, but Insignia, I mean, they hog the ball on that side with him and Gulam. But then when both of them are out, it's like, well, now they just they switch flanks, and now Callion gets all the usage mm-hmm. because they have not, they're not going on Zelinsky's side, right? Right. I mean, I mean, Zelinsky may poach a goal or something like that, but now they're more inclined. So, just thinking in terms, I'm not saying that, like, like I said before, this is an, a whole complete turnaround of how you play soccer DFS, but, but. I think it's beneficial. Uh, this is why you see a lot of uh, good daily fantasy players that are happen to be decent or good, at least in all sports, regardless if they know the sport that well, because of spotting these things that you learn from one, then learn from the other. Just like, you know, I could see a lot of NBA guys that play the first soccer slate and then see Man City as a million favorite going, well, I can't play that game because, uh, you know, all the subs are going to come in. It's like, well, that's not the way soccer works. Right. <laughs> there's, only, there's only three subs. But in NBA, it's like when you see a 15-point spread, you a lot of times you just fade the game completely or you play bench players hoping that it is a blowout. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, in terms of Saturday's slate, you played Harry Kane, which wasn't so surprising. And I didn't play him with Trippier like you said I was going to do. You're right. You're right. Uh, which saved you. Not saved you, but was the right it move. Saved me. I came in first in all my double ups. Sorry, I meant I meant it more. It was the right move, not saved. I don't um, think it, I don't I don't think it was the 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 incorrect or I I think you're going a little too results okay. oriented. 
I don't think it was uh, the correct move. I think it maybe was, uh, given the situation, a slightly more optimal move from a construction perspective. Right, right. But I, I, I don't fault anyone for playing Trippier. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Trippier, and as soon as it locked, I thought to myself, I don't think I should have played Trippier. Um, it was high owned, so it's not yeah. like it, it it hurt you. I mean, it was high enough owned. The the the, the thought process that I had for for Trippier was uh, one, I wanted to play Kane. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to play balanced. I could have played uh, no Kane and then just played Trippier. I, I could have I could have done that. I've sure. done that slates before. But given the forward options that were available and the ownership that Kane was going to have, it's like. I need to block Kane's ceiling. Kane has a floor for a forward yep. with his shot. So I, I, I think I could get 10 points even without a goal. I mean, for 12-4, I mean, I mean that's not making value, but if, if 80% of the field has him, who cares? Right. Right, it doesn't matter to me. Trippier on the other end uh, has the highest floor, and he has the highest ceiling for, for a fullback, but I, I don't see him scoring a goal. Right. I don't see... Uh, it, his seal is 18 point game with the, cl- with the clean sheet or something like that. I don't feel like I, ne- I, I just don't feel I need to block. Like it's, it's good. It's good production. It's good for if I'm, if I'm going to go balanced and I don't need a goal, how do I get a goal out of some goals worth of points out of someone? But for 7,200, I'm like, he need in order to make value, he, he needs, he needs to at least 12 to make value on yep. the slate. At least 12. I want 15, but he needs at least 12. And I go, are there any other fullbacks on this slate that could reasonably can, can give me eight? So the four point difference and 3K or 2,500 difference is not that big of a I could put elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, is And I, I, I saw uh, Olsen in there and with Swansea favored at home. Uh, and Olsen just crosses the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't say, I mean, you take a look at Swansea's lineup, Boney's up top, not Abraham. So he's more of a target. And it just, I mean, I don't trust their set piece situation. I mean, yeah, Key was a play. I didn't play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Carroll was out there. So that muddied the situation a bit. And I don't like anyone else on Swansea. I mean, Nodden, I guess, is a play, but he has a less, lower floor because he's not a cross machine. So I'm like, if I, if I could get seven, eight out of Olsen, why do I need to play Trippier? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to block. with If Trippier gets his 19 points and uh, he's 60% on cash, it doesn't hurt me that much, really. Now, if I fade Kane and he gets uh, 26 points, I'm done. Right. I'm not going to really fight the forward that's going to that's gonna make up all those points unless I get the goalkeeper that has, somehow gets a 26-point game mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Uh, so that's why really came – I played Trippier in other lineups, but uh, I just didn't think I needed to block. If, I, if I'm playing Trippier, I'm playing for, for volume. But once I have Kane in the lineup, like I don't need ball. I'm playing a goal dependent forward. So I'm I'm not looking to accumulate anymore. Now I just I, I need to find everyone else to make value. If everyone else can make value, I cash. Mm-hmm. So Trippier at 7,200 is less likely to make value than Olsen at 4,900. I'm safe at getting eight points. I think I could get eight points out of Olsen for, for 4,900. So give it to me. There, lock it in. Rather than have to worry about Trippier, whether or not Tottenham is going to get a million corners. And then hope that Trippier is on. I mean, he's not going to be on with Davis out there and Erickson yeah, he's not out there. Be all he's, of them. he's not going to be all all of them. And he's seventy two hundred. Uh, no, I'll get the production elsewhere. So that 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 was really my thought. That if it, I, his ceiling is not high enough to, that I need to block. I think that's exactly 
how I went through the thought process as well. And I think I eventually just went with the, I need to have him accumulate. Like I, I basically decided I thought he would accumulate enough. Uh, and looking back, if you were like, Oh, Spurs scored five times, it'd be like, great. I'm sure Trippier had 23 points or whatever, you know, like, um, it was pretty surprising how bad he was, but well, who was, what was your total, uh, lineup total in general? 77. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hundred. Yeah. The biggest mistake I made was not playing Goodmanson and who'd you play in the other forward spot? I'm, I'm guessing gross. I played gross because knockart was out. And as soon yeah, as I, I but... did that, I thought to myself, I, I knew it was a mistake right away. Um, no, but I, I think the thought process is fine because I play Gross in other lineups, and right. I was considering Gross. I was considering if I'm not playing Kane, I'm going to play JBG and Gross together. Yeah, and then just I then I have to go balance, and I play Trippier, then I play Richie and Kabai. I mean, I could play all the mid tier yeah. midfielders like that. But looking, it was like, well, I need to play Kane, uh, so now I, I, I need to too. give up somewhere. Yeah, and Gross is an underdog uh, versus Berger Munson. It's like if Good Munson's on all set pieces. He's worth way more than gross. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For his for sixty five hundred, we just didn't know. Now you're not, but you didn't. You're right. You yeah. didn't know. But his open play value is worth it. Also, gross. His primary value comes in set pieces. Yes. Yep. I mean, he make he's gold. I mean, he'll score a goal or an assist, but he's playing in, in like the ten role, so he's not going to have really open play crosses. So, like I have to, I have to hope that he's on the set piece monopoly, which it turns out he wasn't even. Uh, really. I don't think so. I thought, I thought oh, no, I'm thinking about Huddersfield. I'm thinking about Lowe. Lowe, yeah. Yeah, Goodmanson take... took everything. He's Brady. Right. He's well, probably better than Brady. I'm talking about for Bright. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. Right. Yeah, Gross, um, I'm pretty sure he took them all. They just didn't have that many. Right, well, because it's a road underdog. Right. But even that, like, horrible. yeah, it was a... Ah. But as, I, as I, I saw get... Goodmanson racking up points, I was like, yep, that's it. That's the problem. Yeah, but but I get the thought presses because I did the same thing by Roger and Richie. Yeah. Going... I agree too. Okay, yeah, but I, I mean, although on on the Thursday podcast, I was uh, thinking that Richie would be the odd man out. Yeah. I just couldn't see while playing Kane, paying for anyone on Crystal Palace with them with the split with Townsend and Kabai. I agree. Now, if you're not playing Kane, I would have played Kabai. I would have played Kabai or Townsend. I would have played Gross, Goodmudson, Kabai, probably. Yep. Done something like that. Yep. But once you play Kane, you can't pay. I mean, if I'm going to pay up uh, eight kickers, Kabai was 77 and Townsend was 85. Mm-hmm. And Richie's sitting there at 81 with a monopoly at home against Leicester. Right. So I, I'm going to take the monopoly. I'm, I'm going to play conservative. Yeah, Richie ended up coming off the 63rd minute because of rotation and all this fixture congestion. But, I mean, I viewed Richie the same way I viewed Gross. It's like, well, if Shelby doesn't play, he has he has definite monopoly, mm-hmm. he has definite open play value, more so than Gross even. Yeah. Uh, so it's I, I'm looking at all those guys in that one bucket. I'm going. I, I'm 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 going to play Richie. Yep. I can't play Crystal Palace. I can't pay up that much for a Crystal Palace player I, against Bor. I just if if it, it Townsend, you have to rely on the fact that maybe he gets some set pieces and then he crosses 14 times. Right. And Kabai. You got two problems. One, uh, if Townsend ends up poaching some, his value goes down. And Kabai's not not a ninety minute player, mm-hmm. typically. Uh, a lot of uh, in the, historically, 
And with all this fixture congestion, it's like uh, he, he could only play. He, both of them could come out in 65 minutes. Sure. Oh, yeah. Which happened with Kabai. Right. <laughs> I, I thought Richie would play 90, but Richie, and he didn't even play 90. Yeah. So you went um, all Brighton as well. Because um, I needed someone in that. I needed uh, like a 50. And I, the furthest I went down at goalkeeper was Gomez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I, like, I didn't have the balls to play Begovic. Yeah, I did play Begovic in GPP because I, I the, the only reason I, I was looking at Begovic is that if I'm not playing any Crystal Palace, right? Who am I going to play the goal? I'm going to play the goalkeeper, 4100 goalkeeper. That's why I did. I'm not playing anyone on the other side. You used that phrase on Saturday. Didn't have the balls to play. Like, why does playing Asmir Begovic against Crystal Pal- Palace require balls compared to uh, to Burnley? I, I think I, I could see Watford winning that game. I don't see Bournemouth be. I don't see Bournemouth winning against Crystal Palace. A draw, maybe. Hmm, okay. I don't see a clean sheet. I don't see a clean sheet. Right. But Bur- against Burnley, he may not see a lot of sh- shots, but I could see a win and a clean sheet hmm. for only 300 more. Right. Especially when I don't need the, I don't need, I mean, if I go down from Gomez to Begovic, what do I get? I get an extra 300 and where am I going up anywhere? Mm-hmm. I'm looking around. I don't, I can't, 300 doesn't get me any upgrade on JBG or Richie or Cleverly or Olsen or, and, and I play Bruno. I played the cheapest fullback. Mm-hmm. At 3,500, I didn't fall into the. Uh, I would have played Shalato if he was cheaper. Good thing I didn't. Uh, even good. I mean, he was like 4,100 because he was playing. A, he was playing a knockout spot. Yeah. So he's a, an advanced fullback. There was you know, Tom Edwards above. as well. Yeah, but Stoke was a, a, such a significant underdog to to, what, to Tottenham. I'm mm-hmm. not going to play that on that side. And Bruno, I, uh, Bruno, I'm just like this is a this is a true punt play. Give me four points. Mm-hmm. Please just give me four points. I'm good. It's 3,500. You make 1.2 value. Good, good. That's all I. That's all I need from you. He's not, no one's playing him. Uh, I th- I thought maybe he'd be a little bit a little bit more popular. Two percent on the GPP. So I'm like, because people play Fosa Mensa. Yeah. More so. I mean, it's like it's not like he was that high owned either, but he seemed to be more of the punt play. And uh, and then a lot of people played both Tottenham fullbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played Trippier. I didn't play Davis. But, I, I mean, I, to me, against uh, Stoke in that matchup, I don't see why you don't. Sure. I don't, I don't, I, if you want to pay down everywhere. If you were going to play key, I could, that, then definitely I, that construction works. Mm-hmm. I, that makes complete sense. I've, I've no, that, that's a results-oriented, but I'm not going to play key and Bruno and then start paying up and not play cleverly. Like, cleverly made every lineup. Yeah. Like there's no way I don't play 4,700 for without Holobus in in a matchup that you know Watford it's it's Burnley. I mean Burnley's been doing well this season, but it's still Burnley. Right, they do all, well, but you can target them plenty. Right, and then Albrighton just fit. Right, I'm like like I'm I'm not using the forward spot to pay for Mares. So Gray is not taking set pieces, mm-hmm. and when Albrighton's out there, that's what. They, if he happens to get Mara's poaches a bunch, Albright still crosses a ton. So give it to me. Sure. Just, fine. Just a, and I, I could throw him in. And also what it allows me to do in the case where I need to, it gives me a midfield and a utility spot open for the late game. And if Albrighton just happens to not be in, I mean, I could go from, I could go down from Rich. If Shelby's in, I could just play Shelby Mara's. Right. If in that case, or I could, I, I've, as long as I play a midfield eligible player, I mean, I could go anywhere I want. I could decide to, you know, 
Mara's Menkeo or something. Yeah, you weren't going to play a forward from Newcastle anyway. Right. Regardless of... Right, but it depends on how, how far behind or up or anything. Right. I knew I probably had to block Mares. I looked in some of my high-stakes double-ups, and I'm like, I see I see forward spots. forward oh. spots, yeah. <laughs> right, so that's Gray or Mares, and I'm not playing either of them. And I look, I do the, the salary you know, calculation. I'm like, okay, forward spot is Mares. Mares has upside, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, I, I know it's not Vardy in cash. Uh, so it's like my, my – I was up by enough that I, I could have moved from Richie – and played Mares in that spot, and it went down from Albright to someone. Who knows? Uh, there, I mean, all I needed was two hundred down. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I would, I would, all the people that had that forward spot open were twenty plus points down to mm-hmm. me. So it's like Mares would have to score two for me to get screwed, and I'm like, it's not worth it because I'm also there are other guys with one utility spot open uh, that are closer to me. That most I look at the uh, it's not eighty three hundred it's eight eighty one hundred it's right. eighty two hundred so it can't be Mares that is Richie so I need to block Richie for the guys that are three points below me so I need him in for that and then I don't care about the Mares people because it's fine if he could score two goals and get twenty five plus points so be it fine beat me that way I have no problem but I'm not getting beat on Richie putting up a sixteen point floor game and then me yeah, bombing out a double ups because I didn't block because four of the guys had them. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Makes sense. You want to talk Tuesday? Sure. All right. Unless you have a word for you from, from, from a sponsor. There you go. I do. I do. Um, quick word from SportsYard, the latest daily fantasy soccer entertainment platform offering fun, fast, and fair contests. SportsYard brings an enhanced platform with the fastest real-time point total updates, high-quality user application, fun and engaging graphics, and a level playing field that will allow beginners the same opportunity to win as the experts through transparent contest offerings. Create your dream team roster with no salary cap, track your point standings in real time, and feel like you're walking the sideline. It's easier to play and easier to win with SportsYard's lightning-fast interface, clear and current ranking system. Check out sportsyard.com to sign up and play for free today. Um, we discussed before the podcast we're not going to talk about Wednesday. Do you want to explain to everybody why we're not going to talk about Wednesday? Uh, the, the salaries aren't out. And a lot of times, like on the short slate, if they if it was a if it was, if the big slate was Tuesday and then Wednesday was the short one. A lot of times we do talk about like Sundays and like, well, what possibly could be. They've actually been better with putting out the Sunday pri- uh, salaries earlier enough. Yeah, they have been. Maybe sometimes we have them. Uh, but but Wednesday slate, number one, it's a better slate because uh, it's seven games. And there are so it, it's it's a Champions League like slate where we have. One, two, three. We have four humongous favorites. And with the, the squad rotation, uh, with fixture congestion, who knows who's going to play? And uh, when we don't have the salaries and whether or not there's going to be any type of dynamic pricing, uh, how could we, I don't know, how could we even talk? I mean, we can't even talk about it. Right. We can't. A lot of times we'd speculate, well, he could be this, he could be that. Well, on a three game slate, you could. Possibly, you know, you could do that. You could expect some dynamic pricing, but I don't know. We may not. We could have uh, five guys that are over 11K on Wednesday. We could have no one that's over 10K. Like, it depends on how they price things together on whether or not you could squeeze in one guy from, like, every one of these four matchups or not. Or you have to fade someone. Or you have to fade two of them. Or is it one of the stackable situations? We don't know. We don't know any of that. So maybe... uh, uh, we'll we'll do a, a a podcast tomorrow, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, when when the salaries come out. 
Uh, I mean, there'll be a cheat sheet. There'll be a, uh, for, for subscribers, there'll be probably a, some types of articles. Mm-hmm. I know, Andrew, you must, you must hate this time of year. It's the holiday season. You know, typically things are, on my side, work side, things are slow mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, and on your side, it's just like, it seems like every every day you're putting together a rankings or a something. <laughs> it's, uh, it, this is the busiest time of year. I'm very much looking forward to January. It'll be nice, though, when we have, you know, one Premier League slate a week. It'll feel like months. Now you look forward to May and June. Uh, normally, although we've got World Cup coming up, so that will be just as it'll be just like this. Except I'm going to have to figure out who's taking set pieces for Senegal. Senegal, right? Are they in? They are. They are. Um, so yeah, it's just yeah, it's a busy period, but it's not definitely even if we don't have a podcast for for Wednesday, Slack chat. Yes, Slack that, chat is open. To me, to me, the subscribership for RotoWire, the stats are worth it because everything's all in one place. Uh, but the Slack chat is, I, I think, the, the highest value. So if you're not a subscriber to, to RotoWire, which gets you the subscribership to like everything, I mean, like it's not just soccer, mm-hmm. like it's for, for everything and it's cheap. I mean, I mean, for a couple of bucks a month, I mean, what, 15 bucks a month or 40 for the half a year or something, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. I think it's worth it. Definitely for the Slack chat. Definitely. I mean, obviously, it's it's a it's a good time. I mean, it's a, it's always going twenty four seven. You know, especially Liga MX, Liga MX about yeah. that, which I don't even play, but I I, I watch you guys uh, yell and bitch and moan about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, to get the updated, like if someone's out, someone's injured, I mean, that's that's the one stop shop uh, for for all that type of information. So so join us in that. So uh, this three game slate on the other end is not so. Not so hot. What do you mean? This is your kind of slate. We've got I mean, one it's a, favorite, it's like, a bunch of right, accumulators. Well, yeah, no, it's a good... Right. But I'm just saying from, from an entertainment perspective. <laughs> yes. Uh, Stoke Burnley, Watford Crystal Palace, Chelsea Huddersfield. Probably not the greatest watchability, but uh, plenty of fantasy value. We've got like a bunch of question marks too because uh, we talked earlier about how Tom Cleverly was such an easy play last weekend. Um, and now Marvin Ziegler's red card likely means Jose Olabas is coming back. How much do you downgrade cleverly because of that? A bit, but I mean, my, my concern is more, how, how do you value Holobus at 6,300? Yeah, I don't. Because I mean, yeah, he does have open play value, but for 6,300, like if he has that piece monopoly on a three game slate and, he, and he's a defender eligible, you, you take him every time. Yes. Uh, I think that I think the main question. I think your gut. Your, uh, I think that's less relevant as uh, whether or not uh, how Chelsea lines up. Yeah, it's going to be all Chelsea, uh, and yeah, but but it really depends on how they line because right. Basically, the there's there's three pl- uh, potentially playable players for to cash. me on, on Chelsea. For, yeah, for cash, obviously yes. Any, anyone's playable in GBP uh, would be Hazard. Sask, Fabregas, and Willian. Yep. Those are the three. There's rotation. Fabregas played 90. Willian came in, played 26 minutes. Uh, I'm going to expect with, with, with Sask's age that he sits. Mm, okay. And Willian plays. And they play. They play. And uh, I, I could, I could see it. I could see a front three of Willian, Hazard, and Pedro. I agree. Hazard could use a break to himself though. True, but I mean, who? Who? I mean, 
if Hazard doesn't play, then Murata has to start, and then, and then it's Pedro, Murata, Willian. Uh, that's the worst. I, I think that's worse. I think if that lineup plus Fabregas is the worst option. I'd rather Hazard play because his salary is so high. You're not giving Batshuayi any chance of starting? No. Okay. Have you seen him play? <laughs> I have, but have you seen the schedule and the minutes that Hazard and Marauder are playing? Yeah, but I could see him coming. I could see if, if Chelsea's up two goals, Batshuayi comes in immediately. Mm-hmm. Or even up one goal. I mean, I could see, I could see whoever, if Marauder starts, I could see him coming out at 60 minutes and no matter what. Right. Or Hazard, I could see him coming out no matter what. No matter what, I mean, you, you have to expect Chelsea's going to beat Huddersfield. But, you know, I, obviously you don't know. But um, for cash, I mean, because the difference between Willian and, 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 and Sesk is is dramatic because of their positional eligibility. Yeah. If Willian's in, he's forward eligible, and you're going to need forward eligible players on this slate. Once you take Willian out of the if, – if, if it's a normal lineup and Willian doesn't play, and it's Sesk and Hazard, like – it's quite possible, I say, that you you prioritize Hazard over Sesk, only wow. because Hazard is forward eligible. Um, Unless you're going to play Townsend. I was going to say Townsend's the only pivot, right. basically. But I'm but that's what I'm I'm looking at the forward eligible options because yep. that typically that's that's when we think of cash lineups and you want floors, the hardest place to find a floor is forward. Yep. So you look at the forward eligible players you get that have a that have a, a sizable enough floor. Or dependable, whatever uh, would be JBG yep. uh, on on Burnley if he if he plays. We don't know. Remember that I mean this is they just played. Who knows? Uh, so we have uh, him. We have Willian. You have Hazard has at least somewhat something. I mean, he's expensive. You're playing him for goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Townsend, and then Richarlison. I mean, Richard, I put Richarlison in the same bucket as Hazard, but in a worse matchup. Same type, but similar. Hazard type. with Fabregas. Right. Yeah. Now, if Hazard starts and Fabregas and, and William don't play either, I mean, then he's the lock. Yep. Because he'll also, he'll also take set pieces. Yeah, right. But I'm, that, but the whole point is that do you go down? Let's say you're at a point where, where you're going to play, uh, where William isn't in, so you have you, you could play Sesk, uh, and then JBG, you, you lock in JBG, and then do you go to Townsend or... Do you just play Fabregas from the Chelsea matchup, and that's the only Chelsea player you play? Mm-hmm. Fabregas, who already just played 90, mm-hmm. possibly just going in and playing 60 minutes, and really only having value on set pieces. Right. That's the point that I made. Like, at that point, with this total, and Chelsea being such a big favorite, uh, although they're away, uh, you may just plug you, pl- you plug in Hazard, and you— then you you know then you play a that the midfield lineup of uh, a, a good uh, d- cleverly Fletcher something like that or you just go all the way down at defense because I could see going I could see going all the way down at defense I agree with you there spots. I mean going all the way all I'm I'm talking about like where where 4200 Phil Bardsley is like wow I can't believe I'm going to pay 4200 I see going all the way down to like Cahill oh. Is anyone going to make value? Like I, 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 if yes, maybe you, you play Watford fullback. Maybe you play a, a Jan Mott mm-hmm. or Femini. I mean, you're still, but you're still in that, that, that mid four K range. But if you have to shove in hazard, 
Like you may, you may not, you, you, and you go down a goalkeeper. Like I, I'd much rather, I mean, I'd much rather try to fit in Kabai or Townsend than, than, than pay up for Holobus and play clever and just play cleverly. Does Hazard, I mean, Hazard has no chance of making value even with set pieces without a goal. Right, but you're playing him for a goal. But you're playing him if Murata's not in. Right, but I'm saying if if Murata, Fabregas, and Willian are out, and Hazard's there to take all the set pieces, I'm not sure he makes value. Like, I'm not sure it, you need to have. But, 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 well, well, hold on. Making uh, the concept of making value, I hate. It. Do you need to make value? Like, typically, we think of value as like two X or right, something. I, like I don't. That. I don't think you need to pay for Hazard. Then who are you playing on Chelsea? Whoever's left, if you need any. Charlie Masanda? <laughs> you're going to get into the trap? You know, you're going to play one of those type of players that play for 30 minutes? No, no. but I, I would be really concerned about Hazard playing 55 minutes also. Yeah, but if he's the only one out there worth a the crap. I, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more concerned. It's not a question of Hazard or not Hazard. It's a question of forward-eligible players. Mm-hmm. And if the only valuable players on Chelsea are forward-eligible, I'll take them. If as a minus two eighty five favorite, I, I'm saying it's close. I'm not saying that that's more optimal than playing like just going JBG Townsend and just calling it a day. Because then who's midfield eligible on on Chelsea? That's worth play. I mean, you could you could play you could play Willian also, mm-hmm. but that defeats the purpose of playing Townsend, right? So you play JBG and well, but th- that's why the question is whether or not Willian plays. I think he starts. I think that we're, we're t- talking, we're spending five minutes on something that's not going to be worth <laughs> William, William starts, he takes, he takes free kicks, and a, a majority of the, at least the right-sided corners, even if Sesk is in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just lock and load him, and no, no matter who else is in the lineup. But the question is, if William doesn't play, you look at Chelsea, and it's just like, like who's playable on Chelsea that has a floor? Other than Sesk, and if he doesn't play, then then who do you put Bakayoko? I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lineup that's the midfield of Bakayoko, Drinkwater, and Conte. You're gonna get Alonzo and Zappacosta. Is Alonzo the answer? As a, but he's midfield elder. I mean, yeah, isn't that the spot we're filling? So you just play Alonzo, but he may not even play ninety. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody. Now, now here's an interesting thing. If it happens, if let's say none of those guys play, and then Moses plays in the front three, yeah, that was a then I look at that. Then I look at. I mean, then you could then you could get by by let's say Moses plays in the front three and Cesc plays. Then I could play Moses and Fabregas mm-hmm. together. Okay, and then you then you play JBG and you don't have to play any Crystal Palace or you play Kabai in a midfield role. To right. me, it's all positional eligibility. I, I, I'm I, I'm not. I typically do not play Eden Hazard in cash. I rarely have ever done. But in this situation, I mean, who else are you going to play in a forward spot? I agree. I'm just saying I, I'm, I struggle to see you getting enough out of Hazard in, even in an I, ideal situation than no. Townsend and, uh, and Goodmanson. No. Where are the goals on this slate? They're in one game. Right. Let me let me take a look at these totals again. I mean, maybe my eyes my eyes are deceiving me. Let let let's because these lines just came out. Okay, 
okay. I mean, eh. I mean, Burnley Stoke is a, I mean, that, that could be scoreless. Uh, I mean, it's low, it's lower than normal. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a total. It's like 2.1, whatever. Crystal Palace Watford is a, is a slight, is like two and a half. Mm-hmm. So I, I see a goal. I see a one-one type of game, and then Chelsea could beat Huddersfield for nothing. Right? I mean, the total is is not high, but it, the total is not high because we don't know who's playing. Right. I mean, if we we see a Batshuayi, we see a B team lineup, we see a, some type of Chelsea clown car, like yes, then that is a two and a half total. But if we see an A team, I mean, Chelsea could go out and beat Huddersfield by three goals. And where and, and if the other games don't have goals, I mean, where where are you getting the? That's why I said Hazard Hazard's getting sixteen points for his salary is technically really not making value. He could score a goal and get like, and and three or four peripheral points, but his raw points are still worth it to have. Sure, no one sure. else, you, you, you look and you see JBG gets nine, Townsend and Kabai who both get seven and a half, or eight or something like that. You see, Holobus gets seven because he cleverly gets five. I mean, you you take a look at look at the flo- the the bottom range of the floor players and go. You mean the winning GP, the winning score, the winning cash line in the slate for for a double up could be like fifty two points, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like it could, this could be a low scoring slate, uh, fantasy wise, and it's like who's the high? Who's the only? Who's the only player that scored double digits? It's gonna be. Has it? It's going to be a, a forward-eligible Chelsea player, and then like or some rando. It could be you know, you know, it could be a a a, a Cabaselli goal. Mm-hmm. It could be you know a, a Scott Dan. I mean, one of the guys where you you it, it comes out of nowhere that you never play because they don't have floors. You know, it comes out of you know you, you see a Jeff Cameron goal or something like that. That's why I look at that and go just for raw points like. Depending on if Murata doesn't play, like who's the most likely player to score for Chelsea? Hazard. Mm-hmm. That that's I don't like it as much. I I it's I know why you're against it because it's, <laughs> it's like that's that that doesn't fit the narrative of kind of like competent cash play, especially coming from me. So if you if you see me conservative uh, conservative Charlie over here. Uh, saying, well, you may have to play a 11 plus K hazard in cash. Uh, like maybe you just need the raw point. Maybe you just need, you need to get the Chelsea goal and then accumulate elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or, or you fade it and just hope Chelsea, Chelsea's two goals come from, you know, Conte and, and Christians, yeah. you know, some type of, you know, just out of the blue own goal, you know, something like that. But I think on a three-game slate, I think uh, Chelsea options are going to be just enough owned, spread out, definitely, that I think a goal kills you. Right. Like if it's one of the— There's not that many. Right, even if Murata starts. Like if it's Murata and Hazard, I think uh, both will be 20, 25% owned, regardless. Murata may be owned in cash anyway. Right. So it's like whoever scores that goal, I mean, yes, it spreads it out, makes it makes it less likely that you have to— own either of them because not enough people will have them. But I mean, if Chelsea scores four goals, you're dead. If it's through the usual suspects. Right. But we're only talking about if William doesn't play, if William plays, he's the play. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both agree on that. That yes. no matter who, I think no matter who else is in the lineup, if William plays and he's being forward eligible, he's the play. I agree with you. Okay. I agree. 
before my next question, a quick note from another of one of our sponsors, Fan Futsal, which is a simplified fantasy soccer game where users select five clubs instead of eight or 11 individual players for their weekly lineups. Fantasy scoring is based on the match scores, not individual statistics, so users don't have to worry about lineup rotations, as we'll keep talking about them, player injuries, or following the detailed player stats across multiple matches at the same time. They incorporate strategic elements like positions and formations to allow for differentiation and strategy in the user lineups, offering games from across the major European leagues as well as MLS and Liga MX when they're in season. Fan Futsal is completely free and only takes a few seconds to sign up. So head over to fanfutsal.com. That's F-A-N-F-U-T-S-A-L.com and play today. Did you ever think $8,100 Johan Berg Goodmanson would be a lock? Forward eligible. I know, but like, it just feels so weird. <laughs> yeah, but it's a dynamically priced. Of course. Of course. I, I, I it's it. just funny to look at that and be like, yeah, he's absolutely in. Why wouldn't I, I, I want him? Was that your question? Because I thought you were going to ask another question. Uh, that was my first question. But... I think I know what your second question is. Okay, what is it? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess Please. on your question. Okay. Uh, what are we doing with Jordan Shakiri? Ooh, walked right into it. Or, that, was, that wasn't the question? It was the was? question. Oh, okay. It was. I don't think he's playable. I, I don't agree. think. I, I think. I, I think. Uh, I wouldn't fault you for playing him. I just don't see. It all depends on the Chelsea lineup. Um, does it though? Like, in what situation do you see yourself paying ninety three hundred for a midfielder? It's hard. That's, <laughs> that's the problem. Like, I have. Like, I. I just don't see it. That's a lot I'm of rather, money, and if you're playing I'm, Goodmanson, and I mean, I guess if you're not taking either Crystal Palace guy, and you play Bird Goodmanson and Willian. Um, you could do it. You could do it. Right. But I think, I think the issue comes in more the fact that, uh, the, 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 the highest floor punt play is Darren Fletcher. But see, see the thing, the thing that, that we're not taking into account, or at least you are, uh, you're not is, uh, these teams, they, they just played and they will play again next weekend. We're going to open up. We're going to see a lineup. Stokes going to come out with a lineup and Charlie Adams is going to be in possible right right i mean yet fletcher's not pl- shakiri may not start now i don't expect that but yeah, we don't but know right we don't know the rotations so to, to say that shakiri's not playable like if you see uh depending on chelsea's lineup depending on watford's lineup i mean we could see no tom cleverly and you just say you gotta play holobus or holobus doesn't play either and then you look at Watford and go, got to play, you know, I don't, Will Hughes won't be back. But you go, maybe you don't play anyone on Watford. Um, I think you'd end up, I mean, if it's not Cleverly and it's not Olivas, somebody's taking set pieces, you're going to take them from Watford. Like whoever it is. I can't, I mean, like if, I'm trying to think of who would even be left to take them. Um, well, then you just don't worry about it. I, I guess. You don't know how Crystal Palace, like, let's say Crystal Palace lines up and you're going to play get, Bakary Saka. Well, there you go. That see, now you, now you're getting my thought process, Andrew, <laughs> but you don't know. So things open up and then, cause you have plenty of people that are, that may listen to a podcast. And then the next day, this is, this is the reason why I have no problem talking about stuff because until the lineups come out, none of this matters. 
Like it, that's that's why like you know, if Williams in, he's probably he's, I would I would say he's a he's pretty much a lock. But if he's not in, then everything change. I mean, like everything. I mean, Fletcher's not in. Then who do you play there? And then you, you then you you end up with Shakiri, and then people look at you and go, "Well, didn't you say that Shakiri's not playable for mm-hmm. for that price?" And like, well, I didn't know Sacco was going to be in. Right. I didn't know. Sa- I didn't know. Sa- I didn't know that. that there was the, another option. Right. Well, there you go. Right. See, you, you you start playing those guys. Right. You end up with you know the Huddersfield puts. I mean, I don't I don't see a reason for playing anyone in Huddersfield, but be uh, Josh Timon plays in a three four three for you know it comes in for Eric Peters, mm-hmm. and you go well that's a very cheap forward kind of uh, defender mm-hmm. type of person. So you play that, and then now now you see a lineup, a cash lineup of Hazard, JBG, Willian, Sacco, Timon, Bardsley, <laughs> Gomez, Fletcher, or something like that. You put three cheap midfielders in, and then you let, and then people start looking at you going, you're keeping all the good plays to yourself. <laughs> like, like, no, well, everything, ch- that, that's, that's the point. It's like in soccer, like until, until, you know, an hour before the game start, every there and they're more likely to change when there's fixture congestion. Sure. When it's just one week after the other, you could kind of predict that and you see injuries or whatever. But now it's like, I don't, the, who knows what these clown cars are going to be. Chelsea puts out an A team and Huddersfield rotates. Jeez, you know what could happen then? Hmm. I mean, that could be a five, six, nothing game. You don't know. Palace Watford. I mean, that could go either way. Right. Burnley Stoke could burn. I mean, Depends on who scores first. Stoke yeah. can score first, then that game could open up. Yep. Burnley scores first, it's one nothing. But then with the game, the game opens up. If Burnley scores first, four minutes in, Shakir's value goes up. Right. Sure. Yeah. Stoke yeah. has to push earlier. Right. Stoke go up early, and then JBG goes nuts. I mean, it's a it's a it's a game flow type of situation. Do you? I mean, other than. Huddersfield rotating significantly and Chelsea not. Um, I don't see that happening, by the way. I agree. Um, but you would play Hazard and Willian together? GPP. I don't say so, so much stuff would have to come together right. to be able to play both of them in cash. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to have Townsend and Kabai both sit and Sacco play. And then, you know, Watford not start Holobus and Cleverly's it. I mean, like, you'd, so much stuff would need to happen. In order to play both of them together mm-hmm. for, for at their prices, because you don't need a forward. Because I don't see a reason. What, what? Well, you need JBG to sit, right? JBG sits, and then now you start looking at like maybe a who Arfield, Arfield? Defor, right? But Defor Hendrick, almost, maybe. Yeah, but none Hendrick's of them have a floor. Yeah. No, Arfield has more of a floor than Defor. Arfield at least plays wide. Right, it's like three DeFore points has, versus two, one and a half. Sure. Yeah, but Defor has a lower floor than Darren Fletcher. <laughs> I mean, Darren Fletcher Darren without Fletcher's set. I mean, the four with set pieces may have about as much of a floor as as Fletcher without. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how little the four does in open play. Mm-hmm. I mean, the four. I the four. I I look at Andrew Sermon before looking at Stephen. Mm-hmm. The right. I mean, like just mm-hmm. so nothing. Yeah, no, that's fair. But he's still play. Is he is he unplayable? No. I mean, he's more playable than who else? Who else is in their midfield? Who was the who's, who sits next to him? Jack. I don't Cork. even know. Yeah, you're right. He's he's more playable than Jack Cork. Okay, okay. I, I give him that much credit. <laughs> but, I mean, 
He's more play. He's more playable than than those type of people, right? Okay. I think Conte is more playable than than the four without set pieces. I mean, because Conte at least has a has a chance of maybe scoring. Yep, I agree. On Chelsea, uh, do you pay up for Thibaut Courtois? Like, do you think this is a good. slate to pay up for goalkeeper? Uh, goalkeeper is goalkeeper. You could do whatever the hell you want, but uh, the general concept on smaller slates versus larger slates. Smaller slates be more inclined to pay up. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not saying you do, but I'm just saying with the l- ownership being more condensed, an outlier score could mean the difference between cashing or not. Yeah. While in uh, in cash in, in in a double up. Not talking about GPP. Mm-hmm. Uh like on on the Wednesday slate with seven games, that's 14 goalkeepers. I don't I don't see anyone being so ridiculously high that you need to you need to have that goalkeeper. But on on uh Tuesday. I mean, I still see it being mixed. I still, I see. Uh, I, I, I don't, I, I don't see paying up for any goalkeeper other than like I don't see the right, reason don't to pay up for Pope, yeah, right. or uh, Spironi. Right. I think I, I think either you, you I think the popular options are going to be uh, Gomez or Butland. I agree. It's going to be Gomez, Butland, then Courtois, and then Lossel. Right. Yep. I, mean, I, 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 I see no issue if you're just going to play Willian to play Lossel. Yep. Because Willian could make value without scoring a goal. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea could draw 0-0, take 11 shots, and Willian has 18 points on four shots, two on goal, and 13 crosses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Lossel gets a nice twenty-six point game, or something like. I mean, or even even Lossel for thirty or whatever hundred he is. Like even if Chelsea wouldn't want nothing, like out of that, whenever you go all the way down a goalkeeper like that, getting five points is fine. Sure, right. But I'm saying I I don't like you know I don't play a goal dependent forward. I, I it's a very rare case. You see it sometimes in the Champions League. You'll do the you know the Ronaldo and the or the Messi and the goalkeeper against type of thing. I'm not a bit. I see people that do it. I see sharper players that do do it. I'm not. I'm not discounting it. I don't like doing it, uh, but I don't. I can't say it's suboptimal, mm-hmm. but it's not correlative. So I, I lean away. Just that. Just like the same way that I lean conservatively towards set piece taker types, and you know, uh, and consistent floor versus value versus them scoring a goal type of thing. That's also. But I could see playing like if I want to play Hazard, I'm not going to play Lossel. Right. Hazard to make value needs to score a goal, so I'm not going to play the goalkeeper against him. Of course. Hmm. All right. Anything else? I don't know. Hopefully, DK has the Wednesday prices up. Hopefully, because so, who knows? I mean, look, look at look at these. I'm looking at them right now. Oh my god! On Wednesday, you're going to fade someone, and and you're going to throw yourself out a window. Like it's it's there's no there's no chance. That I mean, look look at look at these totals. Look at these. Oh my God! You're gonna go in going. Uh, I'm not gonna play any Man City players. I'm gonna play Coutinho, and uh, and then Man City's gonna score six goals on Squansey, and Coutinho comes out 60 minutes in after they're already two nothing up against West Brom. Yep. It's gonna be one of those type of. And then then you have to look at Tottenham and go go. Okay, do you pay a for Kane? Once you pay a for Kane, it's like well, then you have to. Hope that Swansea is able to. You can't take a Man City. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 
And then what's end up and then, and what's going to end up happening is that Southampton Leicester is going to be like a five four game mm-hmm. with ninety five crosses. In it. Right, right. With Albrighton get, has a ceiling game, and then then Southampton uh, has Tottich, Ward, Prowse, Davis, uh, and Bertrand out there, mm-hmm. and they all make value. Yeah, right. They're, yeah, <laughs> they all make value all at once. Yeah, <laughs> but who knows? We have to see what the pricing is. Right. All right, if you want to follow up with Jordan on Twitter, you can find him at BlenderHD. I am at Rotowire Andrew. As you mentioned earlier, we are also available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is available for all subscribers. You can just email me, Andrew, at rotowire.com to get in or just contact me on Twitter as well. Um, thank you to our sponsors for sponsoring the podcast. And Jordan, good luck this week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.